Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me, with a fresh-to-death One More Rep Podcast shirt, is Bro Sidon. What's up, man? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Freaking Sebastian, dude. He walks in the other day, and he's, he's like... Um, <laughs> Uh, what's up? He's like, what's up, bro, Cephas? <laughs> <laughs> and Sebastian had just dropped in because he had um, UTA or some sort of training. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, Sebastian, he's a uh, he's a he's in the Air Force Reserves, and his uh, he does his drill up here in Dayton, Ohio. So he comes in and visits bro every once in a while. He's like, what's up, bro, Cephas? I'm like, don't even start that. <laughs> so Mo's got another bro side. I like that one, dude. Like, I feel like bro pudgy right now, right? <laughs> like. I'm gonna like get my workout in. Don't worry, I got plenty more. Got a, got a long list. <laughs> so this is what you do with your retired life, yeah, bro. Is- yeah, but, uh, this is all coming from a, one of our listeners who's helped me uh, with this list. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out. You'll find out down the road who it is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's not Jenna, right? No. Okay. But this, she, she probably don't even listen to this. This particular individual was super excited about helping with this list. So <laughs> I, I think uh, there's probably about I need a new hashtag. close to a hundred on there. <laughs> I need a new hashtag, guys. Bro, I, bro names. I need no. I need um. I need you guys to help me figure out who's doing this, <laughs> so I can do an episode about them. <laughs> or I'm gonna do a bro down about them. Oh, there you go. Um. Want to say thanks. Uh, haven't had a chance to say so about episode thirty-three with the nutrition basics and those recipes that you guys shout out to us. My favorite one was the one from Monica Christian, the egg roll recipe. It was like an egg roll bowl. I like egg rolls. Yeah, and I um, I'll put a link to that recipe in there, just so that way you all can try out some of that goodness. And she's also started following your nutrition planning. Yeah, as a I, result of that episode. Yeah, so um, it's the first person I've allowed from outside of our gym. Yeah. And it's not like, because actually I told her I was the most nervous about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I've done this, I don't know how many times. And but because then, she was someone who's mm-hmm. a quote stranger. Yeah. yeah I yeah. know her. Yeah. But I mean, it's just a service we offer internally. And um, I think I'm tracking 14 or 15 like specific people mm-hmm. now with her. Yeah. And uh yeah, so it's pretty cool. She, she, had the, she had the same complaints like everybody else who first starts off. She wanted to eat her arm. Mm-hmm. She wanted to gnaw herself, gnaw her arm off because she was dying. But the 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 reason was it wasn't the food. She it, wasn't working out enough or something. No, it was her timing. Okay. Oh yeah, because she's a mm-hmm. shift worker, so yep. she has some challenges there. Yeah. So no, guy report last night. She had her first rugby practice with the nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, let me read it to you because it's pretty good. Yeah. If uh, Monica, she's a uh, rugby player. She's one of those people that uses CrossFit to augment her rugby, and that's actually a topic we have. You know, on the list that we've never gotten to because you guys keep hitting us with all these awesome subjects. But uh, yeah, using CrossFit to augment whatever it is you do for your other thing. So yeah, but she shot you an email. Yeah, so we had our our two week check in yesterday, um, and then um, her first rugby rugby practice was coming up. I was like, please let me know how they, how that goes, mm-hmm. how much energy, whatever. And I said, once we start, once you start competing again for when you have matches, we'll start loading your food for that. Mm-hmm. And then last night at 8.30, she said, food was fucking great, <laughs> and I still have a meal left tonight. <laughs> Energy was great, and I can still do more. So stuff like that's pretty cool um, to hear that, you know, it works, but I already knew it worked. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just whatever. The actualization that it, what you're sending them works, even though they she hated life that first week. Yep. But, yeah, we got, it, we got her straightened out. So wanted to give you an update on our show reach. We've added three countries, Bahrain, Qatar, and the United Arab Emirates. And we added one more state, Rhode Island. Thank you very much. Thanks, Rhode Island. Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming, however. Pat McDonald. Yeah, you need get, to take care of sister. that, man. Like, I don't care if she doesn't listen to podcasts. You make her subscribe. <laughs> you grab her phone, yeah, you hit, hit like, subscribe, yeah, I don't and care. then share it yeah, even. That's, that's it. We just got to get one. And then we we've started... We've taken the country over, basically. 
and we're on to the rest of the world. Yes. How many more countries do we need to get world domination? We're, There's a lot of countries. So that takes us up to give or take maybe 40. 30. Wait. We're at 37. Yeah, that takes us up to 38 countries now. Sweet. But Wyoming, come on, man. We have like. We have the United, Russian Federation. Right. We got Bahrain. Wyoming? Come on, man. Like, You're I'm right tell, down the I'm, street. Dude, I'm still telling you, they don't have internet. I think what happens, Pat has to send a, 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 a pigeon. pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like Game of Thrones. <laughs> we send a crow. And uh, so I think maybe maybe by three more podcasts, the crow will finally make it okay. there. And then, and then we'll do a, a live event. We'll do a live stream when, when Wyoming finally gets signs there, on. Yeah. As always, uh, for the, over the past few weeks, you know that we uh, picked up a sponsor, 7-5 Clothing. Making, Which we just re-upped with. Yes, we did. Yeah. Making a badass gear for your badass ventures. I, uh, oh, we do have a code for y'all to get free shipping. And when, when you're checking out, just make sure you put the code one more rep, uh, three separate words, mm-hmm. you know, space them out, and you will get free shipping. And again, like I said, when you log in, I believe if you give them your email, you get an additional 15% off, I think right now, 10 or 15%. And we just ordered a bunch of stuff. Did you use the free code? Yes, I did. <laughs> I might have been the first one. Yeah. But uh, got some stuff from my wife, uh, got a hat. Looking forward to take all that stuff with me on the road this weekend. Um, it's starting to pop up in my gym too, man. So um, I was telling Mo before he started that one of the members <laughs> was wearing a shirt yesterday. It was Ray. And I said, um, oh, sweet shirt. And- uh, she's wearing the shirt, and I was like, "Oh, sweet shirt!" And uh, she's like, uh, "Oh, thanks. I just ordered some stuff from there." And I was like, "Did you use our discount code?" And she's like, "What discount code for free shipping?" And I was like, "Yeah. Well, we have one, one more rep." She's like, "Oh, that's good to know. So, you know, just ordered it." Um, I was like, "She's like, well, I got fifteen percent off." I was like, "Yeah. Well, you could have saved another seven dollars, like on shipping." My bad. Yeah, it's our bad. I won't, I won't let Mo go alone on that one. But no, we've been trying to, we've been kind of waiting to release the shirts. We've yeah. had them for a little bit now. I wanted to, didn't want to do it because Mo wasn't here. Um, I don't know how he does. He's he's <laughs> retired by seeing less now. I no, less than I'm retired. Right? I mean, it makes no sense. I think it was on those, um, where they do those um, vision quests. Like they do. Well, I go off in the mountains for three or four days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so every time I see him, he usually has a beard of some sort. So he's been on his vision quest eating peyote. <laughs> and, but Peyote and pine nuts. <laughs> Whatever. But um, yeah, so I've been kind of waiting on that. Again, just like we ask you every week, if you go ahead and hit like, leave us some comments, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to use that hashtag OMRFAM. And bro's favorite hashtag world domination. Yeah, and subscribe to our YouTube, man. That's oh yeah, what's we, cool. we do have one of those now. <laughs> the coolest thing about YouTube, besides seeing me and Mo on <laughs> video, um, and seeing some of the like looks that Mo gives me after, like I, I keep talking and then he's like staring a hole through me, and I look away because I'm I'm just gonna keep talking, but I feel it. You guys can see that now. But anyways, is that we can actually see who, how many subscribers we have because we have no idea yeah, how many we yeah, have on, on for the podcast. For the podcast, and then on iTunes, and also they can leave comments directly to that video. Yeah, also on iTunes, the listeners they can't comment directly on the episode. So having this, yeah, with YouTube, like people can just fire back immediately, and then we'll always get the email saying, "Hey, someone left a message." So that's cool that we'll be able to just fire back and forth uh, directly on that platform. So, Yeah, let us know if you think it's freaking stupid, too. <laughs> we'll probably still do it because it's a uh, it's a, another outlet for us. Yeah, and with, I mean, YouTube is the second most used search engine behind Google. So that's another reason we wanted to try and get on this platform to advance our, um, our mission of world domination. And we're at... 15 subscribers. So that's pretty good. Can we see who this we, I know we see the names, but does it no. do them in, in order? No, I don't I can't see the names. It says 15 subscribed. Okay. If we can see the names, you guys are in trouble cuz <laughs> <laughs> now we have a hit list. I'll take I'll take that by the horns. I'll get the hit list out and I'll send out my minions and they won't stop bothering you to yeah. click the button. Fire mission. All right. Let's move on to today's topic. I'm so excited about this. And so when bro had the 
the one moment where he was driving home after we got done recording, all of a sudden in his head, he popped in the one about who defines your success. Uh, same thing happened to me. I think it was in the middle of editing and just something popped in my head about members leaving gyms. Uh, talked to bro about it and kind of massage it back and forth. And I started thinking more about it because I came up with this one almost a month ago because I want to do a lot more research from, you know, some different aspects and get some different resources. But what we're going to talk about today. Before you get into that, I'm going to let you guys know something. Mo teased me with this episode last week. (laughs) (laughs) He did. Messaged me the night before. We kind of talked about what we're going to talk about. And I come in prepared because, dude, this is in my freaking wheelhouse of like top three things. And so he's teasing me. I'm coming in last week and uh, ready to record this. And he's like, I want to do, do more research. I'm, I'm not, not ready. ready. I need to do more research. And I'm like, Mo, <laughs> I got the research in my brain. All right. We got this. I was like, I don't need your show notes, but no, he did a really good job. He sent it to me last night and uh, it's pretty cool. Thank you guys will like it. So for this one, um, we're fairly confident we have a very small percentage of owners uh, among our listenership. Current. 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 Yeah. And and we truly mean that when we say current, because a lot of the messages that we've been getting are people's (laughs) talking about, hey, I was thinking about owning a gym or hey, uh, so-and-so is selling their gym or Or, hey, "Hey, my owner does this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that leads me to believe that a lot of you out there are, this is something that's been stewing in the back of your brain for you know, the potential for you to become an owner. So what we want to talk about today. Well, do you know where owners come from, right? They come from gyms when they weren't happy. Well, I'm saying they come from uh, members, right? Oh, members, Typically it's a member. It's not someone that used to. Comes in off the street. And then starts a CrossFit gym, Mm -hmm. right? Unless you just have a whole butt ton of money and you just want to say, I want to. And then you're a financial backer. You could be an owner, but you really, you're not in, you're in the day-to-day operations. You're not in the actual Training in the trenches, of, yeah. Yep. So for this one, we're going to try and give you a little bit of advice before you become that owner. and Or it could be for some of your owners who are secretly listening to us <laughs> that don't want to admit that they do. And we're just kind of a long title here, but CrossFit owners, stop driving your members away. And before we get too far into this, we want to put up front that we're talking about behaviors or things that we've seen in our experience. And my, in my experience, again, I'm not an owner. But mine comes from the experience of being a leader in some pretty large organizations within the Air Force during my, my, my career and understanding and having to be an advocate for customers, you know, internal and external. So this is where a lot of my, my voice is coming from today, just the basic psychology of taking care of people. And athletes are indeed customers, you know, although we don't, we, this is a business, CrossFit is a business, you know, at the end of the day, you do have to pay bills. But a lot of things that get neglected come, I feel, from how you treat your customers slash athletes. Yeah, and you can't. So Mo sit there and he's like, "I'm not an owner. I just got this blah 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 experience. That blah 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 experience is all I had, mm-hmm. right? So I had. I had my experience. He he kind of equated to law enforcement, whatever. Before and and, and off the mic, we were talking about yep. you know how I feel about Brody's experience because he said, "Well, I don't have a lot of experience," but I argue I didn't have. I argue that being in law enforcement, that's like the ultimate customer service uh, job because you have to come to some sort of resolution whenever you have an encounter, you know, as a law enforcement officer, you can't just walk away from it. You know, that either it's either ended where you issue a citation or you just give somebody a warning or you just, or you leave the scene once everything's secure or you're shoving somebody in the back of the squad car. You know, you can't just come up on a DUI and be like, uh, I don't really feel like dealing with this. I'm just going to, I'm going to go take my lunch break. And then they die. <laughs> yeah. Or they, they, or they, kill, they kill somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so he tries to say that, but I think that all of my, and I've talked about this briefly, all my life experiences and jobs from <laughs> being a cook to waiting tables to working with a professional baseball team and mm-hmm. ground, I mean, being a law enforcement, I mean, I've had all sorts of pushing carts at a grocery. I mean, I've had them all, I've, mm-hmm. literally, because I get bored with jobs. So I had okay. a lot of jobs. I remember one year, my W-2s, my mom was like, um, <laughs> how many jobs did you have this year? It was like 15. Are you serious? It was something oh, stupid. Oh, wow. Because, I think my record's like four. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, I get so bored. But that, that all those experiences and what Mo's saying, doesn't just because he's not an owner doesn't mean he can't offer advice. And he always- From the business it, perspective. He tries yeah. to shortchange himself all the time. And I'm just like, 
Mo, stop shortchanging yourself. <laughs> so uh, CrossFit as a fitness methodology at its core is a business. That's why it's trademarked. That's why you have to pay an affiliation fee. That's why they go after people when they misrepresent the brand because it is a business. Fitness is a business. Um, and you know, from the aspect we're talking today, the customers in this business are your athletes. And but again, I say, you got to separate those real quick because yes, CrossFit is a business, mm-hmm. but they completely separate themselves from me as, like, a, well, as, as an affiliate. As, as soon as you sign that contract and you pay that three grand, boom, you're cut yeah, off. Like, yeah, hey, you can use the, the the two. You can use it. that word yep. and. And anything Go on about affili- your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Anything affiliated with CrossFit, you have the rights to, mm-hmm. but they in no way, shape, or form get involved. Get involved because it can't. Because mm-hmm. there's not be a so, franchise. There'd be so many lawsuits because everybody does so different. Mm-hmm. They'd be trying to sue CrossFit for doing something that they shouldn't have been doing, but blame it on. You know, there's so many. Yeah. Obviously, I know why, but understand this they give you nothing. They give you, they, they cash your check and they put you on the map. On the affiliate map. I get two emails a year from CrossFit. <laughs> one is one pay six, your affiliation one fee. Six, six months out, say, says, hey, hope everything's going good. If you ever need anything, just let us know. Um, Love Greg. It's not even him. <laughs> and then, then you're like, well, fuck, I don't even know how to contact you. <laughs> I don't because you can't reply to it. I'm like, I don't even have your contact information. Like, I don't even get that. And then the second one is like, hey, uh, next month, your affiliate fee will be coming out. We really appreciate you being part of the family that we just only talk to you uh, twice through, a year, twice a year through email. email. Um, so yeah, that's that's when I hear from HQ. And also one of the things we want to clear up is we're not talking about um, why people stop doing CrossFit. I don't know. We're talking about why people would go from one uh, facility or one gym to another gym. Yep. Why do they leave your gym? Now, the, there are some reasons why people leave the gym that are kind of universal understand or understood. The military medical move, and for someone who just, they don't want to do cross anymore. They just, they lost the passion. Uh, they just, their heart's not in it anymore. Those things will happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, looking at it from a business perspective, have a little infographic from column five, and it's called the fastest ways to lose customers. And right at the top, it says 71% of customers end their relationships because of poor customer service. Now, in our space, customer service is what? It's vital and key. It's every single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's from the the time that they walk into the door, do you say, hey, how's, what's up? Or do you just let them walk in and don't say anything? Yeah, what's them? up, Sally? You know, you know their name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, hey, you know their preferences. You, know, you, like, you have a relationship with them. I'm like, bro, you look tired. <laughs> like you want to take a nap before we work out? <laughs> yeah. So it starts instant. It's instantly as soon as they walk through the door, and then it doesn't stop all night. No. We talk about sending three a.m. Instagram videos that I found that could be beneficial to them. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't stop. It shouldn't stop. It shouldn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, from the customer service aspect, right. and it also went on to point out that for every customer you lose, it's about three uh, three thousand dollars a year. Now, I don't know about you, but how much does $3,000 a year impact your bottom line here and your ability to, to provide the amenities that you do for your, for your athletes? Man, I don't know. Because our revenue streams are kind of separate. Like mm-hmm. I, the, the, the membership amount that we take in is for X. Mm-hmm. The uh, events and stuff that we hold is for the other side of it. So mm-hmm. I keep it separated. Mm-hmm. Would it impact me? Yeah, we have a we have a like a an oh shit like an oh shit fund or an oh shit no, number oh shit number of members <laughs> like <laughs> which um, is probably good to have and, yeah. and identify that. Yeah, you got to have that. Like, all right, so this is our like. If we hit this, it's like a um, it's like your gas light coming on. Yeah, and then um, then you hit the next one. It's like your check engine lights coming on. And then you're like, uh, then you're screwed. Then all of a sudden you start hearing the chugging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your, your car stops <laughs> running. So yeah, you ha- uh, we uh, that's identified. And it's to the point where like, okay, well, we got to tighten up the finances because mm-hmm. uh, CrossFit membership uh, up and down. Uh, we've, we initially, I guess, when you first start a gym, it was 
one of the things they don't talk about, mm-hmm. right? And how they to, don't tell you a number that you should charge your members. It's not not just the financial, the the you you gain two, you lose two, you gain three, oh, okay. you lose two. The fluctuation. The fluctuation. Right. And you know, what I found when I first started was, and I was just talking about this with someone, is we actually after six months we changed our protocol on how uh, we get members when they join. Like mm-hmm. used to be able to sign up online or used to be able to email me and say, Hey, I want to join. And that's how it was. It wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. We, we were, we we're losing people because they, they, it looks cool. It looks sweet. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. And then they do it and it's like, they can't handle it. Okay. Right. So we changed our protocol. And once we did that, it dramatically helped. How did that, what were some of the things you were encountering that were, um, that that online onboarding process wasn't effective. The, it's sort of like the um, when you're at the grocery store and you're checking out, and that damn Snickers always looks so good, <laughs> especially when you're hungry, <laughs> right at the <laughs> checkout lane. Yeah, that's that. That was us. We were the Snickers, or in this case, a Reese cup. <laughs> and and uh, they're like, it looks cool. I, I I like the information that I see. I've seen it on YouTube or on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I want to do it. So it's, it's, it was it's, sexy. It was sexy. It was an instant buy. Mm-hmm. And then the commitment that it takes and then the mental commitment it takes was just outweighing most, too many, too many, not most, too many of the people mm-hmm. to where it, CrossFit is for everybody, like we said, but it's also not for everybody. Agreed. And that's the problem we have. It wasn't for these people once they realized what it was actually because they make it look so easy until you do it, right? Yeah. And that was the problem. So you kind of added a filtering process for the protection filters, of you yeah. and the potential uh, athlete. Filtering process first was initiated to um, to ensure that they knew what they're committing to, Okay. right, which is huge. So uh, we changed that. Next filtering process that was put in line was to protect our membership Meaning we're not letting douchebags in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're an asshole or whatever, you're not. I'll filter that out when, when I meet you. Mm-hmm. And then our third filter was to, um, in case I miss something, um, then they get filtered out through our third process. And uh, since we had done that, and I realized, and that's I think that what we can talk about. You have to realize when you mess up, like when yeah. you, when, you, when something's not going right, it's like you can keep doing it. It's like beating your head against a concrete wall. Like yeah. why are you doing it? Well, I don't know. It's, I'm doing. I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. You got to change the process, and you. No, I guess you don't have to. I chose to because I didn't like that direction. I didn't want. We invest a lot of time into our athletes with about nine hours of one-on-one training mm-hmm. for, for our training courses, and um, that's a huge commitment from us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if we're going to commit to you, we need you to commit to us and the fact that you love what we do. You enjoy our people. You enjoy the uh, and the program, meaning the com- complexity of it. It's mm-hmm. not for everybody, but that's okay. We're not going to cater to everybody, and uh, and you shouldn't. No, and once they realized that they committed to that, we took that as okay. Now we we will, we're one. As soon as you commit to us, you're part of our family until you die. And, it's just the way it is. Yeah, and let me kind of re rebrand or reattack that when I say filtering. It's not like it's an exclusive club. Like you're only letting all the cool kids in. You can't sit at my lunch table. Um, it's more of from your aspect, you were looking at the retention because once you invested all that time, you wanted them to be a part of your organization from cradle to grave. Mm -hmm. You wanted to make sure that you caught any potential flags, not necessarily red flags, but just flags in general, you know, maybe this isn't for them. And you put them through that strenuous process because it's mutually beneficial. You want, they're going to spend money mm-hmm. and it's, a, and it can be an, and it's an investment. Yeah. And you don't want them to just go ahead and start throwing money at you only to find out that this isn't the right thing for them. That's the, fir- after three months or, or, or a year or six yeah, months or whatever. Because in all honesty, I, I'll tell, I tell people this straight up, like, um, two months of membership to you for, or from you to me, cause that's what they would initially would have commit to. Cause we have a 30 day cancellation notification mm-hmm. or policy. So I get two months out of them. That isn't worth the nine, the nine hours, hours that I put in. That's 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 nothing. And we charge far less what it is for the entire training course. Mm-hmm. But that's just more of a part of the piece of the commitment. Um, but my filtration on the other end is we don't we we have a great community. And I know, gosh, this is annoying. People are starting to downplay what actual community is. And I guess that's probably one of the things I 
differ from Stu a little bit is he talks about caring more about your coaches than your community. Mm -hmm. And I get that Mm -hmm. sort of, um, but, and people talk about, you know, community, this, then this and that, but until you've been in our gym, you really don't understand. Mm -hmm. And it's something that will protect from letting a bad apple come in and start trying like killing what we've built. And not even a bad apple, but the wrong apple. The wrong apple yeah. is, yeah, whatever. We're not going to allow that. So it's almost protecting our people through, look, man. That tribal mentality. Yeah, I'm not going to let you in here and give your disease to everybody else and start a plague inside something that we've busted our asses to uh, start, maintain, and push for four and a half years mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, I've seen it happen, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's devastating to your community. Absolutely. So, yeah. So further on in this infographic, there's another thing that it talks about. It says top five reasons customers leave a company. So number five is a move. Um, four, seek alternatives. Three, begin doing business with the competition. Two, dissatisfaction with products and services. And number one, leave because they were treated poorly. Right. I would like to add, because I seen his list last night, financial hardship is one of the main things that if we lose a member, it's it's that mm-hmm. that's a main, and that happens sometimes. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, we've talked. I, I've had. I don't. I mean, financial. Oh, I've been broke before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been way broke. Like, you know, thirty dollars will last me two weeks with no groceries. It's yeah. just, the, and you got to buy gas still. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's just you know, it's like scraping change together, literally, to go and cash it in to get money to put in your gas tanks. So I've been there, whatever. So I understand it, and the fact that's why I used to like the days back when they had VeriSign. Because you could write a check and it would float for a couple of days, <laughs> but now with all you yeah, know, the, the technology, technology. Like yeah. those checks are, are going through like almost instantly. And you know the the thing is, is I get that, and sometimes it's they can't control it, no. and it sucks you so bad. You can't, and we're a very military heavy community here, and there's a lot of contractors working with all these defense corporations and contracts get lost all the time. That's uh, I lost mine. Yeah, I've just, seen, I've seen, I've had plenty of friends who's, Oh, well we lost the contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what does that mean? He's like, well, I don't have a job. They, they don't have another job for you. What no, that means is I just lost $60,000 Mo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, no, or uh, a, a family bill that comes up that mm-hmm. now their, their monthly is this braces, you know, that's not yeah. cheap. Things that just happen in life that they can't control, they don't want to leave, mm-hmm. but then they don't have a choice mm-hmm. but to because they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd argue for the people that are committed to this lifestyle, they're probably making cuts other Already. places before they cut mm-hmm. their CrossFit out because it's, so, it's so vital to, to what we do. Mm-hmm. So kind of looking back over these top five, I mean, moves, they happen. Yep, they there's, there's absolutely nothing you can do to control that. You know, Someone might have a greater opportunity to provide better for their family or maybe they're going to move closer to family, you know, or back to their home state, or back to their home state. Especially, yeah. you know, we're a heavily military, uh, we're we're heavy military heavy uh, town here. Um, seeking alternatives, like I said earlier, sometimes you have a change of heart. You know, you want to pursue weightlifting instead of CrossFit, or you're going to start cycling, or just you know, your heart's not in it anymore. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one for me because we want people to do. You know, most of wants to do an episode on this where um, your outside activities, how CrossFit will branch ex- over, branch over and yeah. acceler- uh, accelerate those. Um, but I don't know, man. It's it's one. I had this conversation with one person s- since we've been open, just one mm-hmm. at, at, in our gym, and it's kind of like I get what you're saying. Like, you know, you want to do this, this, and this, but like, it's it's hard for me to. If they leave because of that, it's just mind blowing. I've never had one, leave, no person leave because of their other activities. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if it's we do everything to make sure they always love CrossFit because CrossFit isn't just the workout portion, right? It's everything beyond that. Mm-hmm. And when, if you don't put that extra effort in, then when those those heavy or hard days come in CrossFit, where maybe you're getting burnt out, like on the episode we talked about. Mm-hmm little things that outside life is just making you just not like CrossFit as much. And that's kind of what I'm going through right now. I got a huge life change going on and I haven't been in the gym nearly as much as I like to. Damn, but transi- I just, transitioning. Yeah. I just have, he ain't been in here either. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I just have things I have to take care of. You know, yeah. I have to get a job to be able to take care of my family. And right now it's, you know, it's, it's hard. You know, I, I'm getting some work in at home, 
but I still miss being around my people, you know, being, you know, inside the gym. And that's my point is if you can create something to where there's a super bond between everybody and you should, they shouldn't want to leave you just because they're bored with CrossFit because everybody Mm -hmm. at one point in time just gets kind of burnt out on CrossFit in general. They go through these ruts and then, you know, I pick them back up, Mm -hmm. you know, dust their pants off, but they come back to the community and the people here. So that's hard for me to say, I get it, but Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Sort of like that last topic we did, like you, you wanted to do it. I was like, I was (laughs) like, visiting other gyms. Yeah. I was like, why why the hell does he want to talk about this dumbass topic? But, um, but it turned out to be really good. (laughs) Um, yeah, doing business with the competition, I mean, there's there's some parallels, but I don't really find that a yeah, lot. Yeah, what, what's that mean technically? Well, I think they're talking from a purely business standpoint where like, let's say you use somebody for your printing and then you found another guy who does the printing better and cheaper and faster. Oh, uh, then they take offense to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that. yeah, yep, shit, that's, that could be tough. I, yeah. can, I can see that. If, that c- yeah, then that's the whole conversation. We, well, is it me or is it you? What, yeah. you know, what's going on? Looking for that side chick. I mean, in all honesty, that's still why we don't have Warehouse 4 as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, Jenna. Still, uh, our, our cold brew is very low here. <laughs> but <laughs> we should do a topic. Yeah, I actually went there for the first time and saw they hey, just have it make it sitting there on the side in yeah, the cafe. Just what, makes you want to grab yeah, it. Yeah, I was go. like, I, if I could just pick this up right now and run to my Jeep, but I'd probably fall down the stairs. <laughs> on the six o'clock news, <laughs> someone wearing yeah. a black shirt with yellow writing on it for one more rep podcast stole the cold brew yeah, stole stole 55 gallons of cold brew uh going to number two on the list dissatisfaction with products and services yeah that's a big one and i think that's we're starting to get in the meat and potatoes yeah those are the things where so what's the what's the last time you went out for dinner <sighs> shit i don't even know it's been a long time mm-hmm was yeah. it was I mean was it how was the service was it decent was it yeah and I'm critical mm-hmm. I don't remember when it was but I'm very critical actually we just went to Chewy's I'm so stupid <laughs> just last Sunday uh-huh. <laughs> but I don't get a, I don't go out that often went to Chewy's service was okay mm-hmm. um, it has to be pretty piss poor for me not to tip uh, at least fifteen percent yeah and but I'm also a server so yeah. my, sometimes as a server you have flexibility on their service mm-hmm. uh, being not as good. But then you also standards are a little bit higher mm-hmm. as well, so it's kind of like a give and take. It yeah, was okay. when, when you want, when you've been in that position, you look through things through a different lens. Like you ain't busy. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> I need more drink. Yeah. <laughs> like now, can you recall the last time you went out and had horrible service? No, not off the top of my head. It's there's only it doesn't happen too often. I mean mm-hmm. because. Typically, it can't because they know that's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say at, you have, I don't know. Yeah, the servers are typically all around pretty good mm-hmm. um, from wherever I go. What about just a poor customer service experience like across the spectrum? I, I one The one that comes to mind that I know about you is like your internet service. I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> spectrum, they bought, so, they so, bought so Time Warner. That, yeah, yeah, they bought Time Warner, man. And, and uh, so we get internet here and they come in. And you know you have those dumbass eighteen hour blocks. You have to be there from like two a.m. to freaking eight p.m. Mm-hmm. You know you got to be you got to be there. And they can't tell you when they're coming. So I was here for that. No, there's like a four hour block. I come in early on my day off on a Thursday where I usually come in a little bit later, like at one thirty or two, and um, they don't show up. And so call them. Say yeah, he was there and said he talked to someone. I was like. That's funny because I'm here. Mm-hmm. Doors are open. No one talked to me. He was just, he didn't want to do the last job of the day is what mm-hmm. it come down to, and that kind of pissed me off. And they're supposed to give me a free service, uh, the free service call, which is like a hundred and whatever dollars mm-hmm. off my bill. They end up charging it, and then they are telling me that they never had this conversation with me, that mm-hmm. they're going to remove it. Blah blah blah. It's just that whatever. And the reason why I bring that up because. I didn't ask you about cable service. You were so dissatisfied with that that you just had you, you just shared that with me. Yep. And I'm not a big fan. Yeah. And again, dissatisfied when when customers are dissatisfied, they're more likely to share that information than when they had a positive experience. So not only um, when you offer poor services, you're also 
in that process, creating opportunities for other people to tell you about their bad service because they're going to broadcast it because people are frustrated. You know, you had to wait here on your day off, technically. Uh, whatever, that, whatever the <laughs> hell that is. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you were upset about that because you had an expectation of service. They didn't provide it. And then they jerked you around after the fact. Yeah. And, you know, it's also one of the reasons why we have a podcast that's doing well because we hear dissatisfied customers, Athletes, members. Yeah. So the one I think we can directly correlate to CrossFit is people leave because of the way they were treated or the treatment that they received. I've never really heard of people leaving gyms um, because they were treated well. <laughs> it makes sense, right? Yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Same thing with like, you know, my mechanic or my favorite bar or- Hair, Hairdresser. My hairdresser, <laughs> my tailor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go back to those places because they provide me excellent customer service. They make me want to go back to them because of the experience I have. Even if it costs a little bit more money, even if it's a little more inconvenient for me to go, you know, a certain mm-hmm. direction like across town or anything yeah. like that, or even if their hours aren't convenient, I will reward them with my loyalty because of what they provided to me. And it's also what you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. right? It's just comfort's huge. Loyalty is huge. I mean, you know, it seems like this day and age, people are becoming less and less loyal and they just don't care. I don't know what's going on. We got to get this generation going, Mo. Yeah. Like, but whatever. That's a whole world domination. Calling the herd, man. (laughs) (laughs) But across all spectrums, when you look at even going back to in your childhood, when you had a teacher that maybe said something and I bet you can remember that teacher right now, everybody uh, listening that you had that one teacher that made you feel a certain way. And you still remember that teacher from fourth or fifth grade that made you feel bad or made you feel stupid about something. You know, and I got so many, man. <laughs> I got so many, I got so many, man. I mean, I had my, I was just telling one of our members, she's a counselor. My counselor, when I, um, I was going to go to a uh, school, play baseball. And, uh, so I go get my transcripts, and um, she's like, what do you want these for? I was like, because <laughs> I need them. Yeah. And uh, I'm going go, to go to school and play ball. And um, she's like, you don't need these. You're never going to amount to anything in life. This is my guidance counselor, <laughs> my school guidance counselor, right? So it sounds like the individual was picked the right career path. Bro, no, she, no, this is legit. This is, okay, this is legit. So why I have a burning desire and a, a uncanned like like just drive because mm-hmm. of that dumb bitch because of incidents like that absolutely yeah. and I'll call her that because that's ridiculous how can you tell a kid that you know why she did that because people um, I was outspoken in, in school mm-hmm. I was never disrespectful I never fought mm-hmm. I never did anything like that but because I thought it's stupid that they sit there and reverbate, verbatim out of a book and not challenge or engage Mm -hmm. anybody but their favorite students i had an issue with it and then it's like why do i even want to be here is the mentality like sort of like the gym like if you're getting neglected and you're not being trained and they're not saying hi to you or Mm -hmm. initiating conversations with you why do you want to why do you want to be like when you're treated like a number yeah why do you want to be there and that's how i felt and that's this is this is what drives me the most i'm not joking like to this day Mm -hmm. it's the biggest chip on my shoulder like here I am, I have my own business, and you're nothing. That's what I think. You're nothing because you are in the same spot, being the same piece of crap, running their mouths about Pro- kids behind their back. Probably treating kids the same way. Absolutely. She ain't going to change mm-hmm. until she dies. And then that's that's on her. And then, you know, similar situation for me. The reason why I had such drive and determination during my military career is early on people told me, ah, well, I don't think you got what it takes without even knowing me. You know, and I, I took that as a challenge. You know, I, I'm going to prove these people wrong. And I outlasted and all those people that uh, put me down like that, mm-hmm. I actually exceeded the ranks that they were at, yeah. you know, when they were in those positions. So, you know, I don't always, I'm not always proud of the fact that I took that Tom Brady revenge tour mentality because there were some times when I got a little bit too, whatever, I got a little bit too focused on the, the anger, you know, but, happens. but I succeeded, but I also learned to quell that a little bit and make sure that I never made anybody feel the way that I felt when those people were telling me that I wasn't going to be a successful airman. Dude, 
it was so bad that um, she had submitted that I was not eligible to graduate from high school, and I was supposed to go to my my um, my walkthrough for high school. My mom calls, says, "Well, what can we do? Like, is there classes or mm-hmm. something?" And my principal says, "What are you talking about?" So she goes through. She's like, "He has more than enough credits to graduate." Mm-hmm. But this is what she did. Just because. Just because. And if I'd have missed that, I couldn't have walked. I couldn't have graduated. I couldn't have walked couldn't in my walk, class. Yeah. And whatever. So stuff like that. Yeah, you can say, "Oh, you're on get back." Yeah, I am on get back. I'm mm-hmm. going to prove you wrong, and then everybody else that gets in my way, I'm going to steamroll because that's my mentality. Like. You don't think I can amount to anything because of what? Because of what you think about me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I'm going to show you what's up. And then I'm 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 going up the ladder, <laughs> and guess what? I'm passing them, and then they stay there to the day they die because they're too scared to do the things that I'm trying to do and that I am doing. They're too scared to even think about what I'm trying to do. Because it's easy to just stay where you're at. It's so easy to stay where you're at and fall in that rut and just become the cynical, hateful, mean person and just talk down to others behind their backs. For what? Because you're jealous. You're jealous of what they're uh, getting to and what they're achieving that mm-hmm. you can never, ever even touch. Like I've said before, the crab mentality, pulling yeah. other people down to be at your level. And that's why I eat crab legs, Mo. <laughs> I love me some crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's get on the uh, second part of this topic. And we're going to just uh, 10 simple ways to show your customers you care. And this article came from uh, Inc. Magazine and it was written by Rhett Power. So Number one, remember your customer's name. That's pretty simple. I think in CrossFit, that's pretty much standard. Your coaches know who you are, unless you're a new person or you're maybe you're in a in a class. But with social media and everything, like in, in my coaches group, in my members group, whenever someone's new, they they're post their picture up. Everybody says hi and welcome. So it's until, I mean, but even if I just seen them in that, in the, in the group, I'll still introduce myself the first time I see them. Hey, I'm Mo. You know, I usually coach this class. You know, I probably might not see you too much, but hey, welcome to the family. If there's ever anything you need, you know, hit me up, blah, blah, blah. And that's why I think when we're capping ours at 120 for a lifetime, because I don't want to lose that. I can't imagine walking in not knowing a member, a member, things about them, things about them outside of the gym and what's going on and like, and then everything about them physically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Remembering your customer's preferences. Now that doesn't mean like, you know, you can underload your bar when we're trying to uh, max out. (laughs) But but I think along with those lines, I know who my athletes are that will underload. I'm like, hey, hey, um, let's go and put some two and a halfs on there. Man, I got a, I got like, a, I'm telling you, I got like a, um, the ultimate radar detection when people are trying to underload. underload. Yeah, I do. And I, dude, I'm not kidding. I don't know how I do. I really don't. This is one it's of your those, superpower. Like, it has to be because we have percentages on. Okay, and then so uh, so say we're doing our clean and. Our clean percentages, or no, it's not that clean. So, say we're going back squat, we go um, three at ninety, and then we go one at one point zero two five percent. And a lot of people hate that jump from ninety to one point zero two five mentally, mm-hmm. even though we've just loaded their system with uh, triple at ninety. Mm-hmm. They're lo- they're moving more weight at ninety percent <laughs> than they are than they are for the one rep. Yeah. So they don't. So I explain this, and then do my radar. It just like bing, it goes off. That motherfucker put 95% on their bar, Mo. I said, I say, I don't even know how I know this. I said, what's your max? And they're like, <laughs> they start looking around. I said, what's your max? And they tell me I'm sorry. Because they on. can't think fast enough yeah. to lower the max <laughs> to correlate with what's on the bar. So I'm like, hold on. So I go over, I'm like, what was that? Okay. And I'm looking down the chart and I go over, I'm like, that's 90, that, that's 95%. <laughs> Why are you doing your 95 for? Well, I just wasn't comfortable making the jump. Oh, really? That's cool. Hey, do you here's hey guys, listen up. <laughs> Class. Um, Sally here, she knows uh, a lot about weightlifting to where she wants to make her own training program and she has a proven method and strength. So she's gonna do her own program. From this point on, we're gonna follow her program and just do whatever we want. Okay. And no, but everybody's like, Yeah, I'll do 95%. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like it's like someone when you're maxing out and they're like, they're going for a PR, what's supposed to be a PR lift and they hit it and you're like, yeah, hell yeah. Like I'm pumped as a trainer. And, um, I said, well, what was your max? They're like 250. I'm like, 
I was 250. Well, you just did 250. What are you doing 250 for? Like, why do you, re- we already know you can do 250, well, Mo. Why are you retesting your max? Yeah, like fail below or fail after. Yeah, We're not go. retesting that crap. <laughs> Next one, uh, invite them to enjoy special customer events, which I think, well, okay, let me go ahead and use your famous word, should. Gyms should be doing things to ha- share time with their athletes outside of the gym whether it be golf outings or barbecues or, you know, I think the open is probably a time when some gyms will have some extended opportunities. Once a year, that's ridiculous, yeah, but, but, right? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Do, do, you, do you want your people to be close? Do you even give a damn, right? That's what it comes or, or down to. Or do you value that? Do yeah. you understand the power of something Guess like what? That? Yeah, and if you don't value it, now you can't. Now you can't wonder why people are leaving because you know what people want that. Mm-hmm. We've talked about so many times. CrossFit is just not. It's not the sixty minutes. It's not the sixty minutes. It's it's that, that the relationships they build, the friendships they build, the the camaraderie they build, and then if it's all if it's if that's all just built around CrossFit, that's a weak foundation to me. Mm-hmm. It's got to expand outside of CrossFit. Meaning those those relationships need to build at where we're not, you want to have an event, don't work out. Let's just show up and hang out and eat some food and drink beer. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be a workout. It doesn't always have to be at your Fitness CrossFit. Related, yeah. It doesn't have to always be at your CrossFit gym. It doesn't always have to be, oh my God, let's let's just show up in our costumes and work out. Just like, why can't we just have a party? Mm-hmm. Why, why do we always have to why work out? Why can't we go watch a movie? Right, yeah, <laughs> like we watch movies. And, um, but yeah, you're right. Like if you want that, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take, create it. Yeah. Gotta create it. It takes time and effort, and I think that's why people stop pursuing it. Or what owners are now doing, they're putting members in charge of it, and mm. then they're pissed about the results. <laughs> like, hmm. you know, it's just yeah, whatever. So four and five, I think we can kind of combine. Um, take a personal interest in your customers and also support their businesses. And God, yeah, I think you know for for you here specifically, like you, one of the things that pops to mind instantly is old English outfitters. Like you guys had that big event with them uh, a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and just, you know, and Evan, he's in here all the time supporting you and conversely you support him. He's one of our trainers. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's not why. I mean, I tell them all the time and then (laughs) I was like, bring your flyer in here and hang it up. I was like, you know, uh, we want our people to go directly to them and buy their small business. They've mm-hmm. been around. This is, uh, I think, second generation. They're going to go on their third generation. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And, um, yeah, you have – that's what I tell people. Like, if you don't – if you have a, a good community, network within your community for things. You have HVAC people. You have mechanics. You have painters. Yeah. You have gun owners. You have all this stuff that you can actually go to. And does that mean go, hey – What's up, man? Uh, I want a discount. Like, it's not that. It's no, just it's supporting the people support, in your community. Because guess what? That's what you're doing for me. I'm a small business. Every every dollar that comes into me is put for good use. Every dollar that goes to them is being for, put for good use. So network within. within. And you'd be surprised if you um, just shoot out something in your member group, because most gyms have a member group. Say, hey, I'm looking for someone who does uh, can paint cars. And so, and if someone in your community doesn't know how to do they that or has that skill, that they know someone that does. Yep. Uh, next one is solve their problems. I think we kind of do that as owners and coaches to a certain extent because they have, you know, they want to achieve a certain skill. They want to get a certain load moved. You know, it's kind of what we do here. If you're a coach and you don't problem solve, what, <laughs> what do you coach for? That's a, that's what it is. It's it's all it's problem. It's seeing something, being able to um, find the issue, know how to correct the issue, mm-hmm. know how to explain to them what the issue is, then explain to them how to correct it and the benefits. For, I mean, it, that's the process of seeing a broken lift. And then even with the coaching at, with our coaching episode, that kind of ties into that. Keep your promises right here, which is number seven. So solving your problems and keeping your promises, like. I think I talked about like I've seen athletes move a certain way and I'm like, they're doing something wrong. I don't know what it is. I'm going to help you fix it. Let me get back to you. But I got to make sure I get back to them, whether it's by going to get another coach, showing them uh, videos at three o'clock in the morning on Instagram or giving them written products from from books or, hey, go check this out type thing. Just don't be that. 
dumbass that makes something makes up. something up. Because yeah. guess what? They will find it on social media and be like, um, "They lied to me." Mo, <laughs> every day, I've watched eighty videos, and eighty videos said that you what you said was wrong. <laughs> like, 80, uh, 81 out of the eighty videos right? said you were wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another one, uh, pretty plain and simple. Number eight. Remember the magic words your mom taught you. Please, thank you. Those types of things. You know, when I am having athletes move, like, hey, um, could you please move those weights inside the rig? You know, hey, um, thank you for, hey, guys, thank you for moving quickly. Just, it's it's simple. Really simple. My, my please is, they get used like once or twice, and then it's, <laughs> then it's like, okay, are you guys, are you guys, are you punking me? Like, <laughs> Are there cameras around here? Like, are, are, they, are you trying to piss me off today? Because I've said this now, all your weights need to be, to the side of you when we're lifting, they can't be in front in case you know case you hop you forward because yeah. you're notorious for hopping forward, which drives me nuts. Anyways, I need them put to the side, right? For safety. And then guess what? I say that and make an announcement and mm-hmm. then someone else does it. I'm like, Mo, I don't know what I'm going to do here because I know they heard me <laughs> and those weights weren't there. So I think they're doing it just On to get purpose. Me, yeah. They try to get me fired up like you do with some questions. <laughs> um, I know this won't get you fired up, but uh, number nine, give back. Uh, with with my gym at AKP, we collect uh, cans uh, every weekend when whenever we do our community workouts, and we take that to the food bank. In the fall and winter, we'll do like a coat drive, and when we do some in house events, we'll take some of the portions of those proceeds and we'll donate it to something that we all agree on. Yep, absolutely, I totally agree with that. But I can get fired up if you want me to. I can go that direction. <laughs> I got one right in my head. It's it's fresh. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go for it. It's cool when you try to give back, and we love to give back as mm-hmm. a gem as much as possible. Um, we can't support every single thing that goes on, but recently I tried to give back anonymously, okay? And when I tried to give back, people were talking smack when I tried to give back, Mo. And I didn't want anybody to know about this because here's the situation. We're going to have a competition. I was going to take a percentage of our total uh, net of after I paid the fees, your, your expenses, my, not my expenses, oh, just your the, overhead the, stuff, the fees to the wad rocket. Okay, so I wasn't, you know, I pay my fees, and it, we're only talking, you know, five hundred bucks or whatever, three five hundred. Take that percentage, donate to this person's charity that was I truly believed in. Contacted them privately, found out it, what it was, wanted to get the information. Boom, this was for our last event. Because I really appreciate what they're doing. My last event prior to Smashfest, this didn't do well. It's it, it really is a, our smallest event. It it was is going to equate to like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. donated, eighty to hundred dollars donated to a uh, a charity. And I'm sitting here like, well, that's to me, that's not. A, I can I'll go get that out of the bank. I want to make a substantial donation, five hundred plus mm-hmm. out of this. So I said, sent the message saying, hey, blah blah blah. I want to push this to my next event. It's always our uh, second. It's our second biggest event. I know I can raise more money, and they fire back. And they're like, "Well, I don't understand why you just didn't donate the eighty dollars. I can't believe you didn't do it. You went against your word." Blah 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 blah. I think this kind of messed up when you tried to do something like that, and then people want to take the. It takes the enjoyment out of it, right? It mm-hmm. takes the complete joy out of doing something you wanted to do, and then they ruin it. It's like giving someone a gift that they weren't expecting and they're like, oh, I really, I don't like this color. Yeah. I don't like this color. I don't, I don't like chocolate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, it takes away cause I love to give as much as I can. And, uh, I hate to receive. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm kind of the same way. I don't like, like my retirement ceremony. That was a hard thing for me cause I don't like being the focus of attention. And it was really hard for me at times during yeah. that ceremony to listen to people say stuff about me. And I'm like, God, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Yeah. You could tell. I, actually, I was saying that to some people when I was watching. I'd say that would be really hard for me to do because I know how you are. Yeah. Like, to hear people speak highly and positive of you. It, it, it's it's it, hard because it, it's not me. It's not it, what I, I'm looking like for. I, yeah. yeah, I don't look for that satisfaction. But <laughs> people talk smack about I get really fired <laughs> up. So what am I? Like, I'm kind of messed up. Like, so I get really upset when people, I care when people talk smack to a point, yeah. but then when they say good, good things, things about, about me, I'm like, like, stop saying that. Yeah. Like I become embarrassed little <laughs> schoolboy. Like, all right. And the last one we have on this list is ask for their feedback. 
uh, oh, a yes. lot of times customers <laughs> can point out blind spots. The customer or the people that are keeping your lights on, you know, give them the opportunity to feel like they have a voice. Again, not change the direction. That's completely different. But, you know, ask for their honest and open feedback. You have to create channels where that way they feel like they can come to you with any issues or concerns and that you're going to, at a minimum, just listen. You know, don't don't be fake about it and say, hey, you know, give me your feedback. And as they're giving you feedback, you're like checking your text messages or uh, checking your email, you know, shut everything down, you know, get in a, a, a nice private area and, and look at them in the eye. Oh, dude, thank and, you and, for saying and, that. And let them share with you what it is they want to say. And at that point, it's your job to listen. You know, don't interrupt, just take feedback, just listen, you know, and whenever I've had situations like this, I'd be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you, but I just want to write some things down. Is that okay? Because sometimes people don't want you to write stuff down or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm old. I have a, a lot of a head trauma and I have a hard time remembering things. So that's why I write stuff down. Man, hey, before I really go off the deep end on this one, I think the biggest thing you said is like, you have to ask these questions and you want this customer service almost survey mm-hmm. or member survey. Gyms don't do it. The gyms that don't do it are the ones that are doing it wrong because I'm not saying you have to do it all the time, mm-hmm. but there should be some sort of guidance of like, get your bearings, right? And then if you're going to do that, you better ask the tough questions. Mm-hmm. Like you better ask in this survey and it better be anonymous. It can't be, you know, Oh, if I someone know. wants to come and talk to you face to face, that's one thing. But you, you know, creating a survey, like electronic survey, where it says, "Well, mandatory, put in your email, your phone number." Yeah, like <laughs> then, it's, then it's not random. No, it's not, and yeah. you're not going to get. Well, I think the biggest thing you won't get honest answers because they From, don't. Some people will give you honest answers yeah. regardless, whatever yeah. barriers. But I think most won't. But I think where it's important is those people that are reluctant to speak up. Mm-hmm. They sometimes will probably have the best feedback you know, of, of any feedback that you can get. Yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, when we run them, uh, it's very nerve wracking to, to wait to, well, it's cause you care. Well, it's like, uh, you, yeah, your passion, passion's there, but you're like, sometimes you're being like, man, what the hell was that about? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't understand why they do this. And I used to be like, well, I wonder who said it. I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It don't give a damn who said it because you know what? I sent it out. Mm-hmm. I asked. You asked for it. I asked for yeah. it. Like I, it's like when people come here, they're like, "Oh my god, these workouts are horrible." I'm like, "Oh my god, you pay for this." <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. you asked for this. So, um, but yeah, you got to get those surveys out. Or if you don't listen, like Mo said, if you don't look your members in the eyes and you're sitting there cross armed or you're just defensive defensive and just like in and out you know when someone's listening when someone's not at Mm -hmm. least i do and if you're not giving them full attention man i tell you what you want to you want to talk about starting something bad that's going to start bad because now you're talking that's going to start right at the top with you because i'm going to tell you straight up if you are on your phone if you are ignoring them if you're looking at your watch looking at your watch if you're interrupting them if you're defensive, if you're not looking them in the eye, as because that's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. If you have your arms crossed, if you're doing all this, tapping your foot, oh my yeah. gosh, rolling your eyes, making a size. If you're doing that, and they're going to go right back to your membership, and they're going to tell them about that experience because now they're pissed because they should be able to. Come, people know my door is always open. Now, granted, they also know that if they come in the door, got to come I, correct. <laughs> I will tell them how I feel about something. If we don't see it eye to eye, that's then fine. That's, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm going to listen to everything you say, but I'm going to tell you exactly what I feel. And that's a personal conversation between us. It's not, yeah. me, it's not me being a dick. I'm saying, okay, cool. I hear you. Okay, this is the direction or why. Which this really happens. This rarely happens. And, mm-hmm. and it's not because they think I'm going to beat them with a stick. I don't think. But maybe they do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, man, you got to have that open communication because- if not, what's the what's the point? How are you gonna how are you gonna progress as a gym? Mm-hmm. How are your members gonna respect you? How are your members going to even look up to you? How are your members gonna talk positive about you? How are your members going to just 
just love to check in here and tell all their friends to come in and try it out. And because mm-hmm. we know the biggest revenue stream comes from word of mouth. Yep. And you can't that, pay enough for that advertisement. Nope. And you, you just screwed that up because most said that statistically one person is worth 3000, whatever dollars. Mm-hmm. Now what happens when that one person tells two people, then those two people tell four people and those four people tell eight people. Cause now we're talking, you're getting in the teens. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to take that, 10, 12 people times that by three because that's who you just lost. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Yeah, you can get new members in, but I was telling Mo, man, we get members from other gyms and I can't believe we get these people. They're the most awesome people, part, huge parts of our community. I can't imagine my life without them in the gym. I can't imagine not knowing them. And then here they go. They let them go because of what? Pride, ego, not willing to listen not giving them what they need. I mean, these aren't bad people. I won't let bad people in here. Like mm-hmm. they're the most genuine people. Like I literally can't, they're some of, some of them are now pillars of uh, what our community is. Cause they've been with us so long and to remove one of those pillars would be devastating, devastating, yeah. not to me, but to our community. And that's so important to us. And I think to wrap all this up, the one thing that I think you and I will both agree on, on the positive and negative aspect is really hinges around how people feel, how you made them feel. God, yeah. And I want to just give a little quote here from Maya Angelou. It says, I've learned that people will forgive you for what you said. People will forgive you for what you did, but people will never forgive you for how you made them feel. Dude, absolutely. Yeah, shit. Man, that's that's legit. That's, I, I mean, it's a very powerful statement. It's very simple. It's, it's right. It's We keep referring back. It's so simple to make people happy. Do the small things. The small things equal big things. The big things equal happy people. Mm-hmm. But that's right, man. It's like, I just, you can be, we've talked about this in the confrontation portion. You can talk to someone about a hard topic, a hard issue without being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I think when you start crossing that line of disrespect, then that's when these things happen. And that's why people end up leaving mm-hmm. because- they're, they're trying to give you valuable information that people... They're trying to share something with you. Large corporations pay a lot of money to get someone to come in and see what the pulse is of their corporation. Mm-hmm. They pay all this money to get it. This person on the lowest level, as far as we're being a smaller business, mm-hmm. is trying to give you this information for, for free, free. Yeah. and you're ignoring it. And not saying, you, like we said, you don't have to... It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean you have to change everything. No, but... It's still their opinion. If you don't value them as a person that is paying you as a customer of your service, then you know you run that risk of getting a bad name, them leaving, and then not only them leaving, all those people they tell you about their their um, meeting yep. with you because people see it, you, your doors closed. They're like, what was that about? Yeah. Well, well, he was a dick. Is what <laughs> that was about, right? It's pretty simple. Yeah. All right. So this week's call to action. We'd like you to share this episode with your friends who are in a role that involves customer service and tell us and have them tell us what we missed. You know, if there's any golden nuggets that they have about how to take care of people or just anything that you feel you can augment, you know, this kind of lesson that we just had in customer service, essentially. Tell us what, tell us something as a customer that bothers you. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, if you're a member, which most of you are, (laughs) it, you live it every day. What irritates you that like, Hey, I am a member. I do pay for this. Mm-hmm. And you f- failed to remember that I am paying you mm-hmm. that I don't have to be here. I'm an under no obligation yes. to be here. I voluntarily giving you money. Yes. Yeah. So tell us what frustrates you as people, as customers. And once again, thank you to the one more rep fam. And, oh yeah. You guys yeah. are there for getting us over 10 K. Uh, 10.3. Ten, yeah, we're at 10.3 right now. Uh, yeah, huge shout out to 7.5. Uh, thanks for getting the, the swag you. together. Yep. And are they for sale yet? Mm, they will be. They will be by the time you listen to this? Yeah, yeah. They, no, they will be. <laughs> really, I think he's just waiting on us to do the pictures, the announcement okay. of it, and he's ready to print. All right, so by the time you listen to this, they should be ready for sale. They're definitely going to be ready for and sale. And make sure that you use that promo code uh, one, one more, more rep three separate words to it's get, on the damn shirt to get free shipping and but last but not least uh, we want to remind you guys that you're the reason that 
we're expanding. It's not the three of us. It's not me, bro, and Jenna. It's you guys sharing the show, talking about the show, you know, putting it in your social media feeds and telling, talking about it at work and in your gyms. So, uh, thank you very much. I mean, unfortunately that's all we can really give you right now is well, we thank, thank you. everybody, but Wyoming. <laughs> I know you can't hear me because you ain't listening. So when you do, then shame on you for taking <laughs> for taking so long seven months, almost seven months to listen to the best CrossFit podcast in the land. You know, and we weren't we weren't we weren't given this we weren't given this ranking. I I have given us that ranking, and I will use that hashtag that we are the best until someone says something. And I'm like, well, we are. Yeah. Prove, prove otherwise. Yeah, what's up, man? Because, because iTunes oh, yeah. don't give you any data. Uh, what's up, Rich Ronian and friends? <laughs> All right. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Owners, stop driving your members away. Can we put the word CrossFit in there somewhere? That's what I've been trying to do lately yeah, is whenever absolutely. we can. I think so. Because trying it, to put CrossFit in the title of the episode. Weightlifters are like hermit fucking crabs. <laughs> they are. Like they just, they're, they're in their little shell, and then they're, they're happy that they're in their little shell, and they... they they just like to hang out there. Yeah, they just sort of sit. They sit off to the side, letting their heart rate get. I down. mean, how much?